said. Look at your neighbor and say, you will see it. Look at your other neighbor and say, you will see it. I believe that there are some things that God wants me and you to see while we are here. Amen. I, 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 I remember there was a, a, a controversy years ago. People would come against churches that would say, name it and claim it. I'm going to tell you, we that kind of church. You better name it and claim it. The Bible says in Romans 4, 17, call those things that be what? Not as though they are or were, amen? I mean, so name it. That's in the Bible. You better name it. Philippians 4, 6 says, let your request be made known. That's basically saying name it. And then you better claim it. <laughs> amen? Claim what? Claim your prosperity. Claim your favor. Claim your peace. Claim your joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my what? Strength. Weeping may endure at night, but joy comes in the morning. You better claim it. Why? Because if you don't claim your joy, you will have a nervous breakdown. If you don't claim your peace, it's just a matter of time before you crash and burn. Somebody say claim it. You better claim it. Name it, claim it, blab it, and all that. Come on, somebody. Shoot, Proverbs 18 and 21 says death and life is in the power of the tongue. Amen? Amen. Let's get into this a little bit. Three things I'm going to show you. That, let me give them to you real quick. Three things that, that I believe that, 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 that God wants to show you. Number one, he wants to show you that he's a God of increase. Somebody say increase. He wants to show you increase. I believe this next season of your life, that this next season of your life has increase in it. Somebody say increase one more time. Put up Psalm 115, verse 50, Psalm 115, verse 12. Look at this. Let me, I'm going to briefly go over these things real quick. Look at this. It says, the Lord has been mindful of us. In other words, you are on his mind. How many of you know he thinks about you? He knows how many hairs you got on your head. Amen. He, 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 he named you and claimed you. Should have threw you away. Come on, somebody. But in spite of your messy self, still claimed you. They still belong to me. They mine. Can I get a witness up in here? So it says, the Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. Look at that. He, he, not only did he say, I'm mindful of you, but I'm going to bless you collectively. He says, I'm mindful of you, and, I will, and then he says, he will bless us. Then it says, and he will bless the house of kingdom. Is that what it said? <laughs> then it said, I will bless the house of Reggie. See, you better put your name right there. Amen. Then the next verse says, uh, uh, he will bless those that fear the Lord. In other words, he's looking for some people that reverence him, that respect him. Then he said, if you reverence me and respect me, I'm going to bless you both small and great. I'm going to do some little things in your life, and then I'm going to do some big things in your life. But when I do little, you better rejoice. You better have a, a Pentecostal moment. <laughs> Lord, thank you. So he said, I'm a, if you fear me, I'm going to bless you small and great. Then it says, may the Lord give you increase. Somebody say increase. increase. More and more. I believe that you and I are getting ready to step into a more and more season. A more and more dispensation a more and more stratosphere, a more and more dimension. Somebody say more and more. 
God's getting ready to do more and more in your life. And guess what? Nobody can stop it. Even Satan himself can't stop what God is getting ready to do in your life. Somebody scream more and more. Now give God a praise for more. More what? Increase. More favor. More of his goodness. Somebody say you will see see what increase more and more look at the rest of this scripture he said I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a you're gonna see increase more may the Lord in increase you more and more you and your children I know that's kind of ghetto come on somebody your children he about to bless everything that's connected to you so why wouldn't you reverence him why wouldn't you respect him? He said, I've been mindful of you, and I'm about to bless you small and great. So keep reverencing him so he can go ahead and increase you. Somebody say increase. I see increase in your next chapter. As a man of God, as a prophet of this house, I know what God spoke to my spirit, and he said, you tell my people to get ready for increase. You better get ready for that raise. Get ready for that promotion. Get ready for God to close some doors and open up some bigger doors in your life. Somebody scream, increase. Oh, y'all catching it at the 930. You will see it. You will see it. Mm -hmm. You will see. See what? Increase. Because he's mindful of you. Come on, somebody. He can't help think about you because you came from him. You are the very extension of him in the earth. You are his seed in the earth. You are his righteousness in the earth. You are his heir in his earth, created in his image and created in his likeness. So number one, he said, you're going to see increase. That's what he put in my spirit. The second thing he told me that you're going to see in this next chapter of your life is success. Somebody say success. Matter of fact, he didn't tell me not. He said good success. Because all of us have already are living on a level of success, but good success is coming. Success on another level. Put up Joshua uh, chapter 1 verse 8 real quick. Look at this real quick. Joshua chapter uh, 1. Uh, it says the book of the law uh, shall not depart from my mouth. It says, but you shall meditate. Meditate means to ponder. It means to go over something over and over and over and over and over and over. So it says, but you shall meditate in his, and then it says meditate in the day and night that you may observe to do according to, to all that is written in it. For then, somebody say then, you will make your way prosperous. Whatever you put touch, whatever you touch will be prosperous. Why? Because you've been meditating. You've been pondering. You've been going over his word over and over and over to the point to where it's finally got stuck to your spiritual ribs. Then it says, then it says, I will, then, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I believe success is getting ready to run somebody down in this building. I believe success is a part of your next chapter. I'm talking about good success. I'm talking about increase. I'm talking about God blessing you small and great. Somebody say good success. Good success. I'm talking about success that you're going to be able to stomach. 
you're going to be able to handle your blessing. Amen. There are some people that can't stand to be blessed. Boy, if God blessed them, they would drive off in the sunset. Anybody knew anybody like that grew up in church? Remember that we grew up in church, they had testimony service. Remember that? They'd get up and talk about their car that they bought, and then you'd be like, where's Sister Johnson go? Well, she didn't got her car and drove off in the sunset. Then Santa Claus God. Come on. Remember that? Remember them days? That's why we don't do testimony service here. You ain't about to get on my mic and say something stupid. I did that early on when we was in the swap meet, letting people have the sneaker preach moment. And I didn't get my mic back to 18 minutes later. Give me my... <laughs> we didn't have to cut out testimony service because of stupidity. <laughs> Don't even testify right. Get, where are we at? Increase. God's about to bless you with good success. <laughs> Okay, so these are the, those are the two things that God has showed me that he's getting ready to bless you. He's getting ready to cause you to experience increase in the next chapter of your life. We've already showed you in the word of God where that's at. Matter of fact, go, go, go back to Psalm 115, uh, verse uh, 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 thir 13. 13. Look at this again. I'm sorry. I forgot all this. It says, he will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. Look at verse 14. May the Lord give increase more and more, you and your children. But I forgot this. Look at verse 15. Look at this. It says, may you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. And then it goes on. It says, even the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord. So he's saying, listen, the heaven is mine and the heavens which means that there's different levels of heaven. Then it says, but the earth, somebody say the earth. He has given to the children of men. In other words, he's saying, I've leased my planet out to you. And if I've given you the planet, why wouldn't I give you increase? Why wouldn't you operate in good success if you're my heir, if you're my seed, if you're my righteousness, if I created you in my image? Why wouldn't I give you increase? Why wouldn't I make sure good success follow you? Because he says, listen, this is mine. The earth and the, I'm sorry, the heaven and the heavens is mine. But you, here. I've given you power. Here's the earth. It's yours. Subdue it. Take it over. And look at what we've done in the earth. This is the earth, right? Amen? And this building came from the earth. Even you came from the earth. That's why the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Treasure speaking of the anointing. The anointing is the manifest presence of God that he has downloaded on the inside of us to help aid us and assist us so we don't lose our mind in the earth. And so we can go out and get what we want. Why? Because now the spirit of God is in you, which gives you boldness and gives you confidence to the point to where you say, you know what? I am going to name it and claim it. I need to start calling things that be not as though they are. I need to decree a thing because Job 22 and 28 says if I decree a thing, it shall be established. Put, put that there. If, if, if you also declare it, he says, and it will be established for you. There it is right there. That's naming and claiming. He said, declare it. A, then it said, declare a thing. Then it says, and he will what? Establish it for you. But he can't establish nothing if you don't at least put it out there. That's like my five kids never having a conversation with me. They would be stuck on stupid and parked on dumb to not tell me what their request is. 
They came to me yesterday. They both have their tuxedos on. They said, we going to low, low chicken and waffles. We need some money. And by the way, Dad, can we use your car? And of course I did. But if they never asked, I was going to keep watching the draft yesterday. Because I could have kept my little money on me, but I knew I was going to hear a knock on the door. Anybody ever had to go knock on Jesus' door and be like, Jesus, my bills is due, and your Bible says in Philippians 4:19 that you will supply all of my need according to your riches and glory. Anybody ever had to go to God and be like, Lord, I'm sick in my body, and you knocked on his door and said, Lord, I need you to be Jehovah Rophah in my life. I need you to heal me right now so I can carry out my kingdom assignment because David said, I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Somebody give God a praise in this place. Somebody scream, you will see it. Well, y'all are catching it. Mm-hmm. You will see it. You will see that good success. You will see that increase. The third thing he told me you will see is you're going to see favor with God and favor with man. That's in Luke 2.52. In other words, this next season of your life, you better get ready. People are going to come out the woodworks. Because he said in Luke 6.38, in the King James Version, he says, when you give, it shall be given unto you. Then he says, I will cause men to give unto your bosom. Bosom meaning I will cause people to drop stuff in your lap. You better get ready. Some people getting ready to sign some stuff over to you. I prophesy that in the name of Jesus. Anybody know you about to get your inheritance? I prophesy that in the name of Jesus. And you ain't got to wait for somebody to die to get your inheritance. Jesus already did it. He already died. And he was buried, but he was resurrected. And God is getting ready to resurrect some stuff in your life. Somebody give God a praise. That's your neighbor say, get ready for favor. Pastor Steele, how am I going to see this increase? How am I going to see this favor with God and man? How, how am I going to see this good success? I'm glad you asked. Let's go back to the text. 1 Corinthians 9, 2, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, eyes have not seen nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared, prepared, prepared for those who love him. There are some things that he has prepared for those that love him. Number one, you will see it if you keep loving God. This blessing, this increase, this good success, this favor with God and man is for people that keep loving God. The word love means to have an appetite. A fondness, a liking, I like this, an appreciation. Let's play off of two words real quick. In other words, in other words, when he's saying keep loving him, he's saying keep having an appetite for me. Keep having an appreciation for me. Anybody appreciate him on today? Just for what he's done for you to this point. What he's done to this point should cause you to shout amen. 
So he's saying, listen, if you keep loving me, if you keep having an appetite for me, if you keep uh, uh, appreciating me, I'm going to do exceedingly abundantly above more than you can imagine or think according to says, according to the power that worketh in us. So in other words, there's a part that we have to play in order to see God's goodness. You just can't be, this is not for people that are just sitting around. This is for people that love God. This is for people that have an appetite for God. This, these blessings are people that, that, that appreciate him. Go to Matthew 22 and 37 real quick, and we'll move on to the next point. But look at this. Look at this. Matthew uh, 22. It says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all. Somebody say all. Your heart with your soul and your mind. That's not always easy. Because this soul is crazy. Anybody's soul kind of schizophrenic? And you got to tell your soul, shut up. We got delivered from that years ago. We ain't doing that again. Anybody had to have a conversation with yourself? Because we all a little stir crazy. That's why we needed Jesus. That's why I'm so glad I have an appetite for him. Come on. And I appreciate him. Why? Because every once in a while, Reggie tries to come into the picture. And pastor still got to keep Reggie in check. So he says, love me with all your, what? Your, 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 love me with all your, 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 your heart and with all your, your, your soul, which means your seat of your emotions and your feelings. That means you got to keep your, chill, your feelings in check. You got to tell your feelings to chill. Anybody ever known somebody, every time they hit a wall, they get in their feelings? They ain't ready. Mm-hmm. Don't let your feelings get the best of you. And you know, we don't preach and teach around here, I got a feeling everything going to be all right. Feelings come and go. We preach and teach around here, I got a promise from God's word that everything is going to be all right because the promises of God are yes and amen. I got a feeling. And then we leave church and people depleted. I don't know, pastor. Didn't I just tell you you're going to see it? What I'm going to see, pastor, increase good success, favor with God and favor with man. What I got to do, Pastor, keep loving God, keep having an appetite for him, keep being appreciative of him for what he's done for you currently. You better learn how to bless him in small. Have a Holy Ghost moment, shoot, because you found a nickel. Come on, somebody. You want, I want $5 million. God ain't going to bless you with no $5 million until you bless him. Lord, I thank you for this nickel I found. <laughs> Come on, my wife would tell you, I would always say, I'll never be broke another day in my life and was broke. But you know what I did when I started preaching in 1997? My wife would tell you this, I kept a penny in my wallet. Can I get a witness up in here? And people thought I was crazy. Since I kept that penny in my wallet, why well, have millions of dollars flowed through my fingers since then? See, you got to learn how to stay the course and be grateful in the small. So whenever I got discouraged, I knew I got this penny. Oh, now I got some dollars. I didn't increase. It's a new day, baby. Oh, but Matthew 25 and 23 says, if you be faithful in a few. They was like, you can always keep a penny in this water. <laughs> you know, back then we would go to uh, Carol's. We said, Carol's, baby, where we go eat with all the preachers. I think it's called bishops now. They big time now. Piccadilly. You know, you always go eat after church. 
and be praying. I hope this car go through today. Anybody been in that season before? You like Lord? And then you tell the kids, y'all gonna share a plate. Come on, oh, see y'all ain't. Baby, they ain't been through nothing up in here. Y'all about to share this soda. Come on. Anybody ever been in that season? Girl, we about to split this gram slam at Denny's. Come. My kids knew you better not even try to order some orange juice. Better get you a water with some sugar. Come on. Sugar water. Come on. Oh, y'all. See, y'all ain't been through nothing. Man, please. Somebody say, you will see it. And you will see it if you keep loving God with all your mind, your heart, and your soul. Let's keep having an appetite for God. Let's, let's, I'm talking about when even you in a horrible season. Lord, I love you in my horrible season. Lord, my money ain't touching in the green, but I still appreciate you, God. Lord, I still adore you. I exalt you. Lord, I still, even though my money is funny right now, I still believe you're Jehovah Jireh. That you're still my provider. David said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never, somebody say never, seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Mm-hmm. So I could stay there, but because of time, let me give you the second thing. Go, go, go to verse 10, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and 10. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. I'm going to stop right there. So it's interesting because it says, I have not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those. So it's saying, I have not seen, but in actuality, my spiritual eye has seen. Because it says, but God has revealed them to us through what? His spirit. He has revealed some things to you. The word revealed means that there are some things that he has unveiled, that he has disclosed to you. Everybody in this room, there are some things that God has revealed to you about your new season, about your next season. But what are you going to do in your today to get to your tomorrow? Is you got to keep loving God. You got to keep going after God with all your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit, your heart. Amen. So again, look at this. In verse 10, it says, God has revealed them to us through his spirit. There are some things that he has revealed to all of us through his spirit. Again, the word revealed means that there are some things that he has unveiled. There's, it also means that there are some things that he has disclosed. In other words, he's given you a sneak preview by way of his spirit on how your future going to look. Because I'm afraid of people that stop dreaming. That's why I love me some Joseph. Even though Joseph, brother, see, we talk about bullying that's going on in the 21st century. Bullying was going on back in the Bible days. Come on, they bullied their brother. Come on, threw him in the pit and eventually sold him to the Israelites because God can't take you to your next level until somebody sell you out. And then when they sell you out, you still got to have a smile on your face and begin to declare that this too shall pass because people will try to bully you with their words but you better look unto God to be the author and the finisher of your faith Joseph held on to his dream why because God revealed to him what was going to take place in his future I believe that's part of the reason why he survived the pit 
He survived his prison sentence. Anybody have had to survive your pit sentence and your prison sentence, amen, where you had to just be like, you know what, I know greater is later, so in the meantime, I'm going to keep working this dead-end job because I know at the end of the day, promotion is on the way, that God is going to propel me to my next dimension, that increase is coming, good success is coming, favor with God and man, it is coming. But I got to keep loving God. I got to hold on. That's my second point is you got to hold on to what he, what you hold on to what God revealed to you. Look at your neighbor and say, hold on. As we would say back in the church, hold on, help is on the way. Can I get a witness up in here? It was stuff like that that got us through. Hold on, help is on the way. I'm here to tell you, put that up one more time. So second point is you got to keep loving God, then you got to hold on to what God revealed to you. Listen, I was having church in a swap meet 11 years ago, but I held on to what God revealed me to me because I knew big was coming. But I knew big wasn't coming. I was faithful over small. I knew increase was coming. I knew favor with God and man was coming. I knew that my season was going to change. Anybody in this building know that God is in the business of changing seasons. He will change your season if you hold on to what he revealed to you. He will change your season if you keep having an appetite for him and an appreciation for him. Somebody scream, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't lose your mind. Hold on. Don't, 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 don't throw the towel in yet. Just, just, just hold on. Galatians 6 and 9 says to not grow weary and well-doing for in due season. Somebody say due season. It says you will reap if you faint not. You do for some stuff. Just keep loving God. Just hold on to what he revealed to you. And this is what Paul is telling us in the text. He's saying, but God has revealed them through his spirit. He has revealed them through his spirit. So that means that there are some things that he has unveiled to you and me that he has disclosed. You've already painted the picture in your mind how your tomorrow look. If you have not done that, I am praying for you. Listen, you better start painting the picture in your mind. The minute you stop imagining, cancel Christmas. Joseph held on to his dream. He went through what I call the contradictory test, but he never lost hope. And then while he's in transition, he gets lied on. He tried to rape me. He bullied by his brothers, sold out, and then you got old girl Potiphar's wife hollering about rape. And you think sexual harassment was going on now? It was going on back in the Bible days. This brother like, I can't win for losing. My brothers done left me high and dry. This woman done accused me of wanting to get with her, and I done did the right thing by running. He probably like, I can't win for losing. I should have just got some. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't ready for me this morning. You don't know what was running through that brother's head. Can I get a witness up in here? You like, dang. Not even dang. You like, damn. <laughs> Can I get a witness up in here? <laughs> oh, I'm too much for some of y'all. <laughs> y'all like, that's supposed to be for the 1130 service. I can't wait till they get here. I'm about to cuss up a storm up in there. <laughs> y'all got to pray for the Peter in me. Come on, somebody. Pray for your pastor. Somebody say, hold on to what God revealed.
hold on to what God revealed. The things that he has unveiled and disclosed to you, don't you see we grew up in church where they would say, God going to do in you what he want to do. No, he ain't. How many people do me and you know that miscarried their destiny? How many people do we know that the enemy came in and caused them to abort their purpose for one reason or another? There are some people that got fatigued and ran out of gas. They started strong but didn't finish strong. And we preach and teach here, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I believe everybody in this building, God has anointed you, appointed you, and approved you to finish strong. How many know you're anointed for this season that you're in? And this next season that you're going into, you are anointed for it. You're anointed for what God is getting ready to do in this next chapter of your life. You're ready for this increase in good success and this favor with God and man that's getting ready to come in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody came to me Wednesday after church and was telling me, and I'm not going to say names, but they were telling me about this $10 million opportunity that they're getting ready to go stumble up into. And so I said, bring them in the office right now. Bring them in my chambers. Oh, y'all ain't ready for me today. He said, Pastor, when this come, he said, it's going to change even you. I said, let's pray. Because I've been believing God for a second house in another state so I can get away from these demons in my state. Come on, somebody. So when I hear the ambulance truck in Phoenix, I'm like, I pray that ain't nobody from kingdom. So I need a house in California or Florida. So if I hear the ambulance, I'm like, I pray to God these brothers that pastor here, they got that. That's real talk. i never forget, there was a, a, a car accident, a hit and run. A little kid got hit by a car in surprise. And the helicopter was trying to find a hit and run situation. And my wife said, I pray they didn't go to kingdom, baby. The phone rang five minutes later. We run into the hospital because a little kid go to kingdom. Then we were in um, uh, Prescott vacation. And a guy gets shot at a basketball court three times by a dope dealer. And we were like, we pray he don't go to kingdom. I was at the hospital the next day because he go to kingdom. And Greg been going up there every week visiting this kid that got shot three times. They was trying to kill this joker. He's paralyzed, but he blessed he still got his life. So as a pastor, I need to get away. Shoot. <laughs> so when he said about 10 million, I'm paying about shit about cool. Increase. Good success. Come on. Favor with God and man. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, and we're going to pay off the church. Come on, somebody. Give God a hand praise up in this place. Hallelujah. Hold on to what God revealed to you. Oh, I can go so many other places. Go to Psalm 35 and 27. Hold on. And for those of you that feel guilty about prospering, let me show you a phenomenal scripture in God's word that can put all that to rest. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause and let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure. Somebody say pleasure. And the prosperity of his servant. God gets a kick out of you prospering. He takes pleasure in prospering his children. Just like you and I, when our kids are winning in life, we don't mind going out of our way because they put a smile on our face. Come on, somebody. And we don't mind saying, you know what, I'm going to bless you. 
because you've done what you were supposed to do as a son. You've done what you were supposed to do as a daughter. How do you think our Heavenly Father thinks when he sees us doing what we're supposed to be doing, when he knows that we're loving him and we have an appetite for him and we appreciate him and we hold on to what he revealed to us? He begins to what? Bless us. He said he takes pleasure. Put that up one more time. He takes, it says, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. In other words, he gets a kick out of blessing us. So number one, you will see it if you keep loving God. Number two, you will see it if you hold on to what God revealed to you. Remember what he's unveiled to you. Not only what he's unveiled, but what things that he has disclosed to you. Number three, you will see it if you stay in the spirit. Look at your neighbor and say, stay in the spirit. Pastor, that's easy. No, it ain't. Sometimes that comes with challenges because we are two people and that other person in us at times will be like, man, it ain't going to happen. You've been waiting this long. You know how the enemy be trying to throw little fiery darts at us? That's why the Bible tells us to put on the whole armor of God that we might be able to what? Stand against the what? Wiles of Satan. Wiles meaning that he's cunning. He's, he's crafty. He has a way of trying to rent space in our head to get us off task, to get us off target. But check this out. So, because it says, number, number three, you will see it if you stay in the spirit. Look at verse 12 uh, of 1 Corinthians 2 and 12. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world. How many of you know you don't have the spirit of the world? So you have a different outlook. You have a different perspective on things. Then it says, but the spirit who is, you have the spirit who is from God. How many of you know his spirit lives in you? Then it says uh, that we might know the things that have been freely. See, if you have the spirit in you, you will know that, the, the, that, that you've been freely given. He says, he says that, that, that have been freely given to us by God. Then it says in verse 14, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. That's why there are some people you can't even minister to. You've tried to, but you got a better response from a concrete wall. Why? Because their natural man can't receive the things of God. It's foolish to them. Look at that. Look at the, put that up. It says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him. What's all this foolishness God, our pastor still talking about, increase? To, to a carnal man, to a natural man, he thinks I'm foolish. And he thinks y'all foolish for sitting up in here. But y'all ain't foolish because you've seen some fruit. Even Jesus said, if you don't believe me for who I am, he said, believe me for my work's sake. Come on, you've been grinding, you've been giving, you've maintained being grounded in God, and you've even seen a lot of fruit in your life. Because you know the world needs evidence. You got to show them. And even then, sometimes they're still skeptics. So look at that. Go back to that text real quick again. It says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, they are spiritually discerned because you and me have a hunch in the Spirit that we're going to see increase. That we're going to experience favor from God and man. That we will experience good success. Not just success, but the Bible says good success. Somebody say good success. But in order for God to move in your life, you got to stay in the spirit. Look at this text real quick. Go to 
uh, John 16, 13. John 16, 13. Look at this real quick. And we're almost done. It says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, the spirit, there it is, spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. The Spirit will tell you things to come. Yes, you're living in your today, but the Spirit has already told you how your tomorrow is going to look. Because he's already revealed it to you in the Spirit. He's already unveiled it. Anybody in this room that there are some things that you know God has unveiled. Some things that he has disclosed that he wants to do in you and through you. Your, 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 the things that he's revealed to you should make people laugh. He revealed to me when I was preaching in a swap meet that I would have a big church one day and people laughed at me. And it's interesting, this building got built in 1987. I was a freshman in high school. So God was mindful of me when I was a weed head at 15. When I was drinking with the buddies after the football game. Hanging out on the corner. Come on. I was the one they sent in the liquor store because I already had hair on my face at 15. And my deep voice. I got that at 13 and a half. So I was that dude. But God said, even though he's a freshman in high school in 1987 and living a life contrary to him, I'm mindful of Reggie because I can number the hairs on his head and I know his destiny is bright. And one day he's going to flip his script and one day he's going to have an appetite for me. One day he's going to appreciate me. One day he's going to come to the conclusion that I'm going to reveal, I'm going to disclose, I'm going to unveil something. There's going to come a time where Reggie still is going to walk in my spirit. And I'm going to be able to increase him. I'm going to be able to trust him with my success. I'm going to be able to give him favor with God. And man, somebody need to give God a praise for what God is getting ready to do in your life. Somebody give God a praise. High five two or three people and tell them, stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. I know it gets tough sometimes, but I dare you to stay in the spirit. I know there's times we hit walls in life, but I dare you to stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Come on and give God a praise. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. But pastor, I haven't seen the promise come to pass yet. Stay in the spirit. My money's funny, even right now as you're a preaching pastor, I got a word for you today. Stay in the spirit. My marriage is toe up from the flow up. I dare you to stay in the spirit because change is coming. You're going into a new season. Somebody give God a praise one more time in this place high five two or three people and tell them you will see it you will see it you will see it you will see it I don't care what the devil has tried to tell you I don't care how your credit looks right now right now you will see it you will see it you will see it if God can do it for me and my wife Two college dropouts, having a kid out of wedlock, came from food stamps, from WIC, 
You better listen. If you are underdog, you better know you under God. And that God can change your season. If you keep loving him, if you hold on to what he revealed to you, stay in the spirit. There's times I wanted to give up. Oh, but I stayed in the spirit. There was times I wanted to throw the towel in, but I stayed in the spirit. Anybody ever just been sick and tired? And sick and tired. But then you had to fall on your knees and say, Lord, I love you with all my mind my soul and my heart I won't let you go until you bless me oh Jacob said I'm not going to let you go until my change comes God said you ain't no longer Jacob anymore you're no longer trickster and supplanter oh you Israel now one that strives with God I'm telling you God is getting ready to do a Israel situation and I'm telling you, man, God revealed something to me. He said some stuff out there that has somebody else's name on it. But he had to put your name on it. They missed it. Missed it. You say, Pastor, how could you say that? Because I was thinking I was spending my word, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, it should have been the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Esau. Esau had the birthright because he was the eldest. He came out the womb first. But Jacob was able to trick him behind a bowl of soup. Read this in the book of Genesis. The beginning of the Bible. Don't you sell out for a bowl of soup when God is getting ready to do greater in your life. Increase is coming. Good success is coming. Favor with God and man is coming. Somebody give God a hand praise for what's coming. Come on and bless him for what's coming. Bless him that the house is paid off. Bless him that the cars are paid off. Bless him for that vacation home. Bless him that the college tuition is paid off. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, seal this word in our hearts today. We thank you that we will see it.